Um, I hate salads. No, mm-hmm. I do. I do. I hate anything healthy. Mr. I salad? I don't like working out. Doesn't I know, like I salads? Know. Mr. Salad. I don't like salads. Mm. Uh, I don't really. If it's good for you, I really generally hate it. Mm. I really hate it. Uh, but, you know, you're thinking, how does a physical god like you, Glenn, not work out? That comes as a complete shock. Yeah. Well, you know, at least I'll have a healthy snack. Mm. And it really, it, it tastes like a candy bar, which is something that, you know, of course I'll eat candy bars. These are built bars, and they're amazing. 130 calories, and I know you sound, it's like, that can't be good. Only 4 grams of sugar. What? 4 grams of net carbs, 17 grams of protein. What? How is that good, Glenn? Made with 100% real chocolate and amazing flavors. So even, you know, go ahead, hike all you want. Go ahead, jog. I mean, I'll take my car. I'll get there before you. Um, But we can agree on one thing. Built.com. Built bars are great. Built.com. Use the promo code BEC50. of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hey, everybody. Welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. No, I really am, because you know me. I'm a ray of sunshine in your day. Can I tell you a little bit about the, you know, the guy does the forecasting at Credit Suisse? I know. I think Credit Suisse, I immediately think gold and chocolate. So I'm happy there. I'm happy. Anyway, uh, he said the economy may need to undergo a deeper and longer recession. uh, And, uh, you know, the way Biden is handling this in the Fed, it might actually push us into a depression. But, hey, I think there are pills for that. So don't worry about it. And if, you know, you've got... You know, that thing working for more than four hours. Go see a doctor. I'm just saying. I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. Carol Roth is going to be joining us with a look at the economy and this new inflation uh, ending bill. It's great. Somehow or another, they figured out the magic to spend money, to tax you, and to make sure that inflation is under control. It's magic. As Doug Henning used to say, we begin there in 60 seconds. It's easy sometimes to take the things that we have in life for granted. You're a homeowner. And I'd say it's a pretty good bet that you feel a lot more secure about your financial future a couple of years ago than maybe you do right now. Inflation is a monster. I just saw a a, uh, story. Here it is. Google searches for sell my home fast spikes up 2,750% in the last week. 
That's not good. So here, this is what I want you to do. I want you to call American Financing. If you haven't already, now is the time to do everything you can to shore up your financial house. And I mean today. Give American Financing a call. You might be surprised at the options that they have that you didn't even know you had. From mortgage refis to their uh, forms of debt consolidation and accessing the high equity that you have in your home while it's still high. Hurry. Uh, call American Financing at 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Everybody's favorite recovering investment banker, Carol Roth, the author of The War on Small Business. Have you named your next book yet? What is the name of it? Oh, you keep you teasing. Want to it or not? not not yet, not yet. It's coming. It's coming. We'll we'll uh, okay, as soon I'm, as we're ready. I'm excited. Here, here's I'm, what I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the the promise. <laughs> I will I will break the news live with you. Okay. Well, I'm excited because I know what it's about. I know what it's about, uh, and it's and it's gonna be really really good. Anyway, um, Biden is seeking an extra eighty billion dollars. This on top of the other spending. This is $80 billion in extra funding for the IRS to crack down on tax evasion by those billionaires, which not a chance. Uh, You just tweeted, uh, they're only going after the billionaire and the wealthy crowd. The government consistently enables wealth transfers to the wealthy. You think that's what they're going to change? Who has the bucks to support the lobbying and their reelection? Really? They're going after that. Biden hiring 87,000 new IRS agents to go after 800 or 900 billionaires? Enjoy your audits. Yes, Tell me, I, I hope. What's this I about? Hope- I hope everybody is prepared. This is very frustrating. You know, the the Democrats like to pretend that they are the party of the middle and working class. And the Biden administration has continued to find ways to extract wealth from the middle and working class. We saw it in the American Rescue Plan. They raised the reporting threshold for any sort of hobby sites you might have to uh, potentially get the flags for audits up. It went from $20,000 on an eBay or Etsy down to $600. Now, and this was part of Build Back Better, which we thought was dead, but now is just coming back in pieces. This this piece has survived $80 billion for the IRS, over which half of that, as you said, is going to hire 87,000 agents for enforcement. Okay, we don't need 87,000 agents to go after what was 800 or 900 billionaires? It might not even be that much anymore now that the stock market has gone down. So who do you think they're coming after? They want you to buy into this. They want you to buy and go, yes, those people need to pay their taxes. And as soon as you give them that approval and that money, they're going to come after you. And regardless, you should pay your taxes that are due, but that doesn't mean you're not going to get an audit. And that doesn't mean you're not going to have to justify every single thing that you do and waste your time and money so they can try and extract a few more dollars from you. Um, it, we know from the Obama administration, they politicized the IRS. We also know that they just bought $700,000 worth of bullets for the IRS. Th- th- that is really frightening. 
87,000 new auditors going out to what? Small businesses of America. They're not going after the rich. They, you know, they're not going to go after the poor either, but they're going to go after anyone who a disagrees with them. And because it's now public private partnerships, any business that doesn't agree with them. Yeah, this is um, really, really scary. In fact, now that my tweet has sort of gone viral, uh, I've never been audited before, but I'm certain that I will be um, oh. next time around. I, mean, it's, it's I was audited under the. Yeah, I was audited underneath the uh, the Obama administration for the very first time. So yeah. that and, was and fun. It, that was and, fun. The, and they do. They politicize it. And the crazy thing are the number of people who gave feedback and said, well, if you're not a tax cheat, what do you have to worry about? And you've hit the nail on the head, Glenn, is that the politicization of this, they're going to come after people. They're going to harass you. They're going to tie up your time. They're going to tie up your money. And regardless of whether you have followed the rules or not, there's a great Warren Buffett phrase that said something along the, if the cop fi- uh, follows you for 500 miles, at some point you're going to get a ticket. It's the same kind of thing. They will find something because you have to justify it. And even if you are in the right, they still have the final say. And now you said they're now they're loading up on ammunition. So what exactly is it that you're going to do? So I I think this is part of just the impoverishing. I mean, you want to take down inflation. You have to stop people's buying power. Um, The government is spending money everywhere. So that's just going to increase inflation. But they're impoverishing us. If you want to, at 2030, you will own nothing and you'll be happy, like the World Economic Forum's plan is. You have to impoverish people. And so they're taking our money through actual taxes, um, getting more draconian on it. But they're also taxing us without representation in inflation. Yeah, everywhere. uh, Go ahead. I would say everywhere you turn from every side, there's either the direct or the indirect taxation um, that impacts you on on an ongoing basis. You know, it is the continual expansion of the government and the monetizing of the debt. It is the uh, intentional causing and deliberate causing of this rampant inflation that lowers the purchasing power. Even if you feel like, oh, I may be making a few more dollars, you know, your dollar's not going as far, then they're going to do it through direct taxes. And then the next thing that's coming, Glenn, after this, and they've already started seeding this, is wealth taxes. We've we've heard, oh, we're going to start, you know, taxing quote unquote unrealized capital gains as that if that's a thing or income, which it's not. And th- there is an eighty four point four trillion dollar generational wealth transfer that's going to happen in the next twenty three years. This is, you know, the the boomers and you know those above them who are going to be passing this on to their heirs. Do you think the government's not trying to get their hands on as much of that as possible? Of course they are. So they're seeding this wealth stuff with the wealthy, with the billionaires, so that you concede the principle that it's okay to do it. And that is, in my opinion, what they're really after. $84.4 trillion that is going to be transferred from one generation to another. So here is here's the real problem of this. Um, You know, the people will cry out for the millionaires and billionaires. But once you do that, you're violating the principle and they can come after you for it as well. And, uh, you know, you don't have the right, in my opinion, the progressive income tax is 
is morally reprehensible. It is just morally reprehensible. You cannot, the government cannot print a right to do what you cannot do. So if we all agree on taxes, it's totally fine to say, okay, everybody pays the same rate on my block. But it's not, I don't have the right to tell people, you know what, they have more than you do and I do, right down the street in the next block. We're going to have the sheriff go. And they have to pay more in taxes than we do. I don't have that right. I don't have that right. How yeah, does I mean, the I, government have the right to do it? They don't. And just the, even the rhetoric, you know, I'm a strong proponent of individual rights at the principal level. And you have people like, you know, Elizabeth Warren who go out and they name people. They name Musk. They name Bezos. We're going oh, after yeah. these people. Think about that. You know, assume these people didn't have billions of dollars and you didn't like them for whatever reason. The principle that somebody in Congress is specifically going after a civilian is so morally wrong and scary. And then what if they decide to do that to you for whatever the reason is? I mean, you cannot concede these principles. And unfortunately, we have so many people who are just basically bootlickers of the state that they say, no, no, you know, down with this person, down with this person. And they're the ones who are going to end up with the middle class and the working class completely trashed because I hate to tell you this, folks, the billionaires don't have enough money. If you took the top 11 billionaires, you took away every penny of their wealth as it's valued today. You'd fund the government for two and a half months for one year and then it would all be gone. So who are they going after? Everybody else. It is, you know, I, I, I talked about this uh, yesterday, that if you look at. What the government is doing, we had the strategic oil reserve full and it was, you know, at two dollars a gallon. Um, and then uh, Biden comes in and he pretty much raises, creates a new tax on gasoline by shutting everything down. So it costs us five dollars a gallon um, and we're having a hard time with it. Then he says, I'm going to take your tax money and I'm going to refill this oil. So now the government is in competition for us with us for that oil. So we're going to pay not only for that oil again, but we're also going to pay for it at the gas pump and it will cause a problem. But the most important thing is, and this is happening, I think, with chips as well. The government is becoming the big buyer. And when you're a big buyer, you control the market. And so you control what these companies do this. I think they're creating public private partnerships while impoverishing us. Yeah, I mean, we've seen this happen, you know, it's sort of a stepping stone to the nationalization of industries. And we saw this happen in Venezuela, which was, you know, the fourth or fifth wealthiest country in the middle of the 1900s. And now the median um, net worth for Venezuela is zero because they went and, and they sold it in the exact same way. They sold it with, you know, with, there's inequality and we need to make things better. And if you give it to yeah. us, we're going to make it fair. And, you know, we know we've seen this story happen many many times before we see the result. This is exactly what they're doing. They only care about their power grab. That only works with the elites. Then they have the poor. There will be no middle or working class. It's going to be that barbell that we see throughout history. And that's what gives them the ultimate power. And it is at the expense of your freedom, your wealth creation opportunities, and frankly, the foundation of this country. 
There's still a chance that we can turn this around, though, don't you think? I do. I do. But we have to get people involved who have the fortitude to go in and reset the system. You know, we have a situation where the government without any, you know, this magical COVID relief, they're projecting for this fiscal year to spend five point eight trillion dollars. That's like a quarter of the GDP. Like we can't have that happening. Every dollar that the government is spending and is taking away from the private uh, sector is is just money that's being transferred from one place to another. It's not productive use of capital. And so we need to have people who are willing to not just talk the talk, but actually walk it, to go in and say, this is enough. We have to change things. We can't just kick it down the road. We need real reforms. And, you know, unfortunately, we are dependent upon people to do that. Okay, so I, I want to ask you this, and then I have to take a quick break and come back for your answer. I think most people just they these numbers are so big, they don't understand. And they think at some point we're not going to be able to pay it back. So it's just going to default on it and we'll just get out, you know, bankruptcy for the United States or whatever. That's not going to happen. We are the one country that I think the world will demand that we pay our bill. Um, so can can you tell People who might be thinking, that's not going to happen. I'm not going to have to worry about it. My kids aren't going to be slaves to this debt. They're just going to wipe it clean. Can you talk about that? Because I'd love to. I've not asked you your opinion on that, on which way you think it's going to go. But uh, we'll do that next with uh, Carol Roth. Um, my pillow would, l- would like to remind you uh, that fairy tales can come true. I mean, once upon a time, there was a princess named Nancy, and Nancy went on to a journey to a far, far land, a land called Taiwan. And it, it was a long journey, and she got tired along the way, and she went to sleep on the, on the bed in her private jet, and, and she said to herself, you, you, you know what, Nancy, old girl, you, you deserve a little drinky-winky and some shut-eye. And these sheets are just not comfortable at all. But better make it a big drink. Sadly, Princess Nancy's plane, for all of its luxuries, had terrible sheets. But thank goodness, you don't have to. My pillow is having a sale on their percal sheets, which will keep you cool and comfortable in the summer. Normal price is almost ninety bucks. Now they're thirty nine ninety eight when you use the promo code back. Very limited supply, so order now. Because I don't know. Uh, otherwise, you're gonna have to make it drinky winky. MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special square. Use the promo code Beck. You'll also get deep discounts on MyPillow products. Or call 800-966-3117 and use the promo code Beck. Ten seconds. Station ID. Don't forget, tonight, 9 p.m., the Wednesday night special, it's all about chaos and what is coming. Chaos and crisis. The left's revolutionary playbook hits the American streets. That's tonight at 9 p.m. only on Blaze TV. I'll see you there. So, Carol, talk to me about this debt, because we forgive debts all the time for nations. What's going to happen with us? 
So there are only so many different options, and um, certainly we could hope that we make some changes and that we can get it under control ourselves. I don't think that's probably the most likely option. And so some of the things that are on the table um, are frankly quite horrifying, and I think it might be, you know, a longer time coming, like not something that's going to happen in the next two to three years, but maybe the next, you know, 15 yeah. to 20 years. But it's still still a very bad thing. Um, one thing, and, and obviously this is the current tenor of the people who are um, in power, is that they will just keep printing more money. They, oh, we own the money printer, so we'll just print enough money to cover our debts. And, you know, that just ends up devaluing our money and we end up having money that's completely worthless, as we've seen in other places around the world. So that's it. You know, one possibility is they can actually technically pay the debts, but not without killing the value of the dollar. So that's one thing. A second thing and is that they oh, go ahead. Go, no, go ahead. No, please finish. OK, so a second thing is, um, you know, a potential war, whether it is that we start the war as a diversion tactic or there happens to be, you know, another war that we get involved with that comes to um, a different reset of the monetary situation. If you think about all of the different financial empires uh, of recent times, whether it be the Dutch, the British, you know, you know, then our own financial empire, there were all these wars that basically had this reset and people coming together and a decision, okay, this is how we're going to now have the monetary policy for the the world going forward. Um, and obviously for us, that's not a great outcome either. So that's what I think this is really all about when they say the world needs to be reset. Um, they're really worried because China is on the brink of collapse. All of us, we've all spent way too much money, and it's in everybody's best interest to uh, try to land the plane. But they're not telling the American people this. Uh, but try to land the plane as safely as you can instead of just falling out of the sky and working something out. But this is also why I think war is so scary right now. Because there is another incentive, and that is to reset the world. That's what happened in the First World War and the Second. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's a big issue. It's, it's one of the gray swans that I've identified out there and something people should be keeping an eye on. CarolRoth.com. CarolRoth.com. The author of The War on Small Business, CarolRoth.com. We'll talk to you again, Carol. Thank you so much. Thanks, Glenn. The Glenn Beck Program. So as we're talking about things like this, that means that your dollar is going to become worth less and less until it's finally worthless. Um, in case you haven't heard, Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa are all planning. They've come together and they are going to issue a new global reserve currency. Because, you know, what the Fed is doing to this country just isn't enough to destroy the value of the U.S. dollar. So you'll get half the world dumping the dollar and going to that will reduce what our uh, what our dollar is worth. Now, I don't know how much clearer it can get to you that now is a really good time to consider gold and silver building a necessary hedge against the coming insanity that we are facing. So I urge you to call Goldline today and talk to them about it. 
please call 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE. Get one of their people on the phone. Have them talk to you about the legal tender bar and the Benjamin Franklin rounds. Uh, They've got a great special going on with that right now. Just check it out, will you please? Call them, 866-GOLDLINE. Tonight, back-to-back, Studios America, Glenn TV. Don't miss it. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. So yesterday, I read a story about the gun food. Thegunfood.com is a um, quick process ammunition supply company, um, and it is very active in supporting gun rights to the local, state, and national levels. Um, They supply ammunition to regular people and people who protect our society, individual consumers to ranges, to police departments and instructors, instructors. And this article was about how UPS seems to be losing a lot of their packages. Um, They claim that UPS is behind their missing packages, leading only one third of their orders being delivered. The rest gone. They can't seem to get a real answer uh, from UPS. Patrick Collins is the CEO of the Gun Food. Welcome, Patrick. How are you? I'm great today. How are you doing? I'm good. So can you can you tell us a, b- a little bit about your business? Um, you're a fully licensed, you're no crackpot kind of business, fly by the seat of your pants. This is a, a legitimate gun and ammunition uh, business, and you've done business with UPS for how long? Uh, We've been doing business with UPS for approximately three years now. And uh, unfortunately, we do not sell firearms, but we sell plenty of ammunition. We supply it to a lot of different ranges and et cetera and so on. Okay. Um, And uh, Patrick, how how, how many packages have been lost? Oh, I would say approximately $14,000 worth over the course of the business. But however, recently, uh, we just received a hit of about a, a $8,000 loss. So there is, um, you know, I've done business with UPS. I, I don't lose packages like that. Um, what do they say to you when you're like, wait a minute, it didn't arrive to where I was shipping it. What do they say? Well, uh, they try to blame it on sometimes the packaging itself, uh, et cetera, and so on. However, for the most part, uh, we ship all of our ammunition insured, uh, so it requires either a signature or, depending on the value, it's always going to be insured for that value. However, uh, the problem that we run into is when it doesn't make it to our customer, and the customer calls us back, we have to provide that ammo. A lot of times lives are on the line, lives and livelihood, I would say, uh, whether it's an instructor or even a police department. When they don't receive their ammo, there are issues happening. So we reached out to UPS, and I want to read what we wrote to them. Uh, UPS, I'm reaching out on behalf of the Glenbeck radio program. Glenn will be interviewing an Atlanta-based ammunition distributor who alleges that UPS is the behind the reason that his packages are not getting delivered to his customers. He states out of 18,000 rounds of ammunition, he shipped only 6,000. Uh, sorry, he shipped 
18,000, but 6,000 were actually delivered. Additionally, it's being reported that Brownells, a large firearms and ammunition seller, has had their UPS account canceled and UPS is no longer listed as an option for a shipping carrier. Can you please provide some background information on why ammunition and gun sellers are having issues with their package delivery? Um, they said, um, the Glenbeck program, these are two separate issues. Regarding your question about shipping ammunition, quote, as a common carrier, UPS transports ammunition that co- uh, constitutes cartridges, small arms, as defined in federal regulations. UPS has safety protocols to help ensure the safe transport of ammunition in our network. We work with our customers to address their concerns, including those with packaging. You can find out more about how to ship your ammunition section, UPS.com. It includes packaging requirements. So they didn't answer the question. They're just saying, again, that they're, they're alluding that your packaging is not compliant with them. That doesn't answer the question, where is the ammunition? Uh, and I would assume you've tried to follow every single uh, protocol that they have. Yes, every protocol uh, was met and exceeded even because I actually have I have pictures of how the packages are packed within the uh, the packages that are that they are sent in. So um, they ask me how you know what type of materials that I use, how is it marked or labeled, and I have all of that information. In fact, uh, we changed our protocol here at thegunfood.com to uh, have our drivers when they drop off the packages at the uh, hubs in the centers. They have to actually take a picture of it on their conveyor belt when UPS takes possession of our packages. You have to do this with anybody else? Uh, well, unfortunately, the other uh, major carrier for ammunition, uh, they have their own issues, uh, which have been brought to light probably about two years ago. So we unfortunately have stopped and not considered using them for our business. Uh, so we stuck with UPS. So, so now when you have when you have UPS, you call them and you say, look, I have the pictures. We packaged it right. We put it on your conveyor belt. Here's the receipt. What do they say to you? Well, they they say uh, provide the same amount of information as if I were to lose a family heirloom or uh, you know, some other package that could have been shipped that's not involving ammunition. Uh, and at that rate, we're, we're sitting here fighting it. I know uh, quite a few other folks that are have well over $300,000 worth of ammunition gone missing, and it's really changed the way we have to do our business now. $300,000 worth of ammunition? Those yeah. are a lot of bullets that are just what spilling out of their truck because they're not packed right and do they say we here's spoiled boxes and uh, here's the ammunition that we could save i mean they just don't explain where that ammunition in that defective box went to Exactly. To them, it's just a write-off. However, it's becoming a very expensive write-off, and I'd like to thank you for uh, bringing a lot of attention to this because it really is a big deal, and it impacts people on multiple levels, more so 
than uh, your average citizen would think. I mean, imagine if a police department doesn't receive their ammunition that they need to serve their civic duties, civil duties. So, uh, well, imagine imagine if you got sloppy with ammunition and you were just kind of losing some from time to time, what they would accuse you of. Um, the, um, uh, the UPS is part of this great reset. They're very, very deeply involved in that. Uh, I'd like to think that this is just incompetence because it can't be excused uh, if you do indeed have the pictures and you are shipping them the right way uh, which i believe you are um, but please send my office the pictures because we'd like to follow this up um, there there is there, there's no excuse it's either theft uh, from their own employees or it is part of a uh, of a um, hidden policy that is disrupting the flow of ammunition and that's that's i'd re, i hope it's the theft from their employees but i bet it's not yes and i 100 percent agree um unfortunately ammunition boxes are relatively easy to identify uh, with the markings that we need to put on them um and, and we try to hide them in ways so that it's not as obvious however a lot of times People know what they're grabbing once they grab the box or perhaps even shake it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, way too, way too heavy. Ammunition in a big box, at least, is very heavy. Um, all right. Well, we'll follow up. Um, I would like you to reach back out to my uh, uh, producers. If you do indeed have names of people that have lost $300,000 worth of ammunition the same way you have, um, there's something going on here. Because all of a sudden, all of you guys are starting to just pack it wrong. It's either a their stonewalling here bothers me, um, you know, because there should be an answer. What happened to it? What happened to it? Okay, you didn't pack it right. Well, where did that box go? It's not like if I ship diamonds through uh, UPS. Uh, uh, they're going to say, you know what? Your box fell apart. Okay, well, where are the diamonds? Well, you just write it off. That means they're either keeping it, doing something with it, or they have a theft problem. UPS, which one is it? And then why is this happening and you don't seem to care? Thank you, Patrick. I appreciate it. God bless you. You have a good one. You bet. You bet. That is uh, that's Patrick Collins. He's from the gun food, uh, gunfood dot com. Uh, he seems to be on the up and up. I don't doubt that this is happening. I am uh, much more apt to believe that this is, um, you know, part of, you know, part of what uh, part of the Great Reset you know, public-private partnership with the government. The government is doing everything they can to buy up the ammunition. The IRS just bought, I think it was $700,000 worth of ammunition. That's an awful lot of ammunition. Now, either the IRS is doing something and they got our own little private army that I don't know about, or they're buying up ammunition in all of these departments to squash the uh, the price or actually squash the supply so the price goes up for you and me, which is causing a very dangerous thing to happen. 
I just went out shooting uh, a couple of days ago and I was shooting. That was the first time for a year because ammunition is so expensive. So people are not getting the training, the constant training at a uh, at a gun range because it's so expensive. Uh, something is really not right. And we'll continue to follow this uh, UPS. Uh, you're going to get another letter from us because you didn't answer any of the questions you told us about your policies. I get it. I get it. I get your policies. Now, what happened to the bullets? Are you not concerned? Are you a, con- a company that is so out of control and so socially irresponsible in a time when when shootings are going up that your company is so irresponsible that you haven't found that ammunition? Or if you did find it, what did you do with it? Are you so irresponsible that you have this amount of ammunition? Half of what the IRS spent on ammunition, half of that, and you lost it? Are you that irresponsible that you don't care that there may be a black market for ammunition happening in one of your trucks with a bunch of your drivers? I don't know, UPS. I've always, I've always thought Brown could do a lot for us. But what is Brown doing now? Back in just a minute. Sponsor this half hour is Patriot Mobile. Life gets busy. I'm never going to get a package again in my life. Um, life gets really busy. Uh, switching from one mobile carrier to another sounds like a hassle. But I bet you're not thrilled with a cell phone bill that you get every month. And if you actually look at it, what is that charge for? What is that charge for? What do you mean? What? What? It's going to save you a ton of money if you switch to Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile has plans that are going to fit every budget, and it's not some cheap you know, company run out of the back of someone's van. You're on the same cell towers as the big mobile companies, so you get the same coverage, but you're going to pay far less. Most importantly, Patriot Mobile shares the values that you and I hold dear. They're America's only Christian mobile company. They donate a portion of their profits to conservative causes. Please make the switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call 972-PATRIOT. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Get free activation, but do it now. Make the switch. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. This is... The Glenn Beck Program. Uh, The left's playbook for revolution in America. It is well down the road. We're going to show it to you tonight. We have a major problem of chaos in this country. You know that, and I know that. It is something that I talked to you about 10 years ago while I was at Fox. I said the future, the key word will be chaos. And uh, anything, we know who the author of chaos is, and anything that uh, disrupts that uh, or that uh, uh, furthers that, you need to stay a million miles away from uh, by the way, we all know who the author of Chaos, in case you don't know, I was referring to George Soros. Pepperoni eyes, huh? Anyway, uh, so we have uh, we have that tonight 
Operation Chaos, the left's playbook for revolution in America. That's tonight, only on Blaze TV, 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 Central, and uh, I think 1145 in the West. So, okay, uh, let's see. What else do we have on the uh, the plate today? There's so much we didn't get a chance to uh, to talk about. I haven't talked about the banks, um, how sneaky they've become. Uh, over in Europe, they are now moving directly towards a cashless society. And so what the banks, what the banks are doing is they're closing down all of the uh, branches. And they're just making ATM machines where, of course, you can get all the, all the, the points on your card that you would possibly ever need. Um, but they are making it uh, really unreasonable now to get cash. Um, they're, no, they're not repairing the cash ATMs. Um, they're understaffing any branch that they do have open. And the people over in the United Kingdom have had enough and they know what's happening. And because the people are standing up, they are now starting to reverse that. They're fixing their ATMs and making sure that they're stuffed with cash because at least some people are awake and they are looking at what we're facing in a cashless society driven by a global entity. This is the Glenn Beck Program.